0: Welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast, conversations with business expert authors to learn about the author, their expertise, and to help you find your next read. And now, here's your host, best selling author and CEO of Influence Network Media, Jody Brandsetter. Katie, welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. I'm excited to talk to you about Heart Driven. But before we talk about the book, we'd love to know a little bit more about you and what you do.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Thanks, Jody. Really excited to be here. So I am a client services leader at a custom market research firm, Hanover Research. I have been in the working world for about 12 years now, and I am a mother of three. So was very excited to kind of dig into and write the chapter for Heart Driven, but it largely builds on my experience both in the working world and in parenting. All right. So three little ones. So how old are they? The oldest is about to turn six and he'll go to school in the fall. And then I've got two girls who are almost four and just turned
0: two. Oh, wow. Okay. So you're like at the beginning stages of the toddler and the going to school age. So, wow. Wow. And you decided to write a chapter and you have a job. Wow. I'm just very. (laughs) And we decided to get a puppy actually like. (gasps) between deciding to write the chapter and joining
1: the group for this. And then when we wrote it and book out, we happened to get a brand new puppy who was like eight weeks old in there too. So if there wasn't enough going on in this household already, why not just add writing a book and a puppy? What kind of puppy? He's actually a rescue. So they left him, you know, on the side of the road and a neighbor actually fosters. So she put it on our neighborhood group and said, Hey, you know, if anyone is ready to take on a puppy. And I had been telling the kids that, you know, when we moved, which we moved about, I don't know, a year ago now to a new house, we could get a puppy. And so, you know, it was long overdue. So just the stars aligned and it was
0: time to get the puppy. All right. I love dogs. So one more question. What's the puppy's (laughs) name? Bruce. Mm, I like it. Bruce. Yeah. He came with a name and we were like, all right, cool. Works. I love it. Our dog, we had a rescue. Her name was on us. They did the whole frozen thing. So there was an Elsa, you know? And so my daughter at the time didn't like frozen. She loves it now. And so I was able to force them to let me call our dog Dolly, which my daughter thought it was like Dolly, like a doll. And it's actually Salvador Dolly. (laughs) So... It worked out really well with having a little girl saying, yeah, Dolly works because she was thinking something completely different. So a mom win, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely a mom win. Kind of an
1: artist puppy.
0: Yes. Yeah. So my cat, I was telling you about her name was Monet. Claude Monet. So, oh, so you so- got the art passion. Mm -hmm. Yes, but I love that. So three beautiful children, this amazing career, puppy, just all this stuff going on, then let's write a chapter. So Katie, why did you decide to be a part of Heart Driven? So my mentor
1: from my first chapter in my career at Cintas Corporation is Lisa Mendelera kuhn And we're talking about something else entirely. And we hadn't caught up in a while. And she was like, you know what? I'm participating in this book writing. I think you might have some fun things to share too. I would love if you would participate. So, you know, it was a friend and colleague had mentioned what you guys were doing. And I thought, why not? You know, it's a great opportunity. And it's always nice just, to work with other women in business and writing it is one thing and sharing and kind of passing it along, but also just, you know, having people in your corner and participating in something that's empowering for women, you know, it's something that you
0: just have to, I think, make the time for. I love that because it is so important for us to champion each other and be a part of something in that collaboration. I think it's just, it works so well when you're writing a book, but then being able to also get your voice out there and be able to share your insights is also extremely powerful. So tell us a little bit about your chapter, kind of what do you talk about? Maybe just kind of a quick high level. We don't want to give everything out, right? They sure. can go buy it, say what, but tell us a little bit about your chapter.
1: Sure. So my chapter is about how you can apply the skills you learn in parenting to business to help be successful there. And so one of the key pieces really is communication, right? And so there are a lot of wrenches thrown at you when you're a new mom or you add, you know, more family members to the mix. And so really just figuring out how to communicate both with your family and then those around you in your day-to-day life. All the skills are really the same. And so when you are building these skills as a parent, if you just kind of think about the business application and are mindful of all of the things that you have learned in this other realm and other space, I think it can really help elevate what you can do when applied professionally. So communication and prioritization are kind of the two things that I touch on most, but I think we learn a lot, right? And we think a lot about our careers and you know, not so much on how how we are learning and growing as parents and as people in both realms and kind of the crossover between the two can kind of, I don't know, take your career or your professional development to the next level.
0: I think there are some superpowers that we have as moms that 100% go to the business. And I love the two you have communication and priorization. I'm going to add my two, which is empathy. I definitely became more empathetic after having my child. And then the second one was negotiations. Little girls do a great job helping (laughs) you learn how to negotiate, or at least they're really good at negotiating and you have to learn how to be a negotiator with them. But yeah, I think a lot of times we talk so much about the obstacles or what women have to overcome to be a mom and a business person. We don't talk about how when you become a mom, how all these amazing things happen to you that make you such a amazing business person.
1: Absolutely. And I think getting kind of thrust into it, right? Like you're not a parent and then you are a parent. And it's just one of those things where you try and try to prepare and then suddenly you need all these skills and are learning, you know, new skills or getting more proficient, I guess, right? The negotiations with my three-year-old daughter is just every day she wants to wear the same Minnie Mouse dress with all the layers to school and they're potty training. So they're not allowed to wear layers. And it's just this epic battle of wills every morning. And so I totally feel you on adding the negotiation skills to those that develop because yeah, my young girl is giving me a run for my money right now.
0: I hear you. I have so many stories, Katie. I'm sure we can have a glass of wine and sit down. (laughs) Unfortunately, I might be sharing stuff that you're going to be experiencing down the road because obviously seven-year-old, you have four, there's more to come. (laughs) And I think it's so fun because the things that I either laugh about or I'm like, wow, are the things that I know are going to make her such a strong, powerful woman growing up. It's just hard for me as the mom to deal with it today. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: actually was just talking to my daughter's teacher this morning at school. You know, we were saying our goodbyes and she's like, oh, you know, like Maddie is my best friend in here. Like she's just got this attitude and this personality that is well beyond her years. And I was like, well, thank you guys for handling her and taking her off my hands for the daytime because you know, that strong willed, strong minded, it totally is going to make her successful down the road. But yes, in the here and Now, in the moment, sometimes it's like, ooh, man, could you just tone it down a little bit? You know?
0: There was this thing on Facebook, and a mom and I in our neighborhood (laughs) shared it with each other because we both felt the same way about our children. It sounds so bad, but I think it's a good laugh, which was, you know, I hope my daughter becomes a leader of a business and not a gang in prison. (laughs) It's like, depending on the day, I think she would excel in both. She's got the leadership skills, but it was so funny because, you know, you have these moments with these beautiful children and personality is growing and they do, they push boundaries to see, well, what can I do? And I think that's so fascinating to watch. But again, as the parent trying to keep them safe, you're like, oh can't handle this right now. I need you to tone it down. Like you said, just two notches down would be awesome.
1: Right. (laughs) Even just some days, two notches down.
0: Just mother's day. Let's just give us mother's (laughs) day. And then we'll work from there. We'll walk through the rest. So Katie, when you were, you know, kind of transitioning from being a business professional to a business professional mom, what were some tips that maybe you heard from other moms or what are tips that you have figured out yourself that you would want to gift to either soon to be moms or moms today?
1: Yeah, I think one piece of advice that really stuck with me was work-life balance, right? And so I think before being a parent, I thought work-life balance was this, you know, do everything, be everything, be this superhuman person. And, you know, the dinner would be made and magically all the work would get done. And I'd have these great, well-behaved kids. And I don't know, I just thought there would magically be enough hours in the day and to have balance. And a professional said to me, you know, it's not a 50 50 balance. Like, that's not what you're aiming for, right? Like, work's got to take priority sometimes, and life has to take priority sometimes. And I think that really guides a lot of what I do now because there are busy seasons, both at home, right? Like, I just a couple months ago had a lot going on, like with the dog and preparing for my sister's wedding and just a lot of family commitments. But then, you know, there's a busy season at work annually. And so picking up the family things sometimes to let, you know, the work stay at kind of a minimum threshold and then picking up the work and letting some of the family things take a minimum threshold. I think being comfortable with that was something that I really still sometimes I'm not all that comfortable with it because there's just this long list of things that are always done or not done. But that was one thing, the work-life balance and not really striving always for this 50-50, but being comfortable with kind of the pendulum swinging between the two.
0: Yeah, it's fluid depending on the season. And I think it's fluid depending on like the age of your children, where you're at in your career. You know, there's all these different things, but I think we do. We want to, in our head, think I can take 50% here and 50% there. And that's what I need to do. Because when you start to have to do hard math, that makes it even harder to think, am I giving enough to my job? Am I giving enough to my children? You know, and and then all of a sudden you start second guessing yourself. And so if you can be able to kind of let go of the percentages or be able to know like this is going to be a rough week at work, or this is going to be a rough week at home, at least you're like accepting it and being able Mm -hmm. to then like roll with the punches.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think one piece of guidance that I got early in parenthood too, which I now like pass along to everybody I know for new parents of young infants, there is this app that basically like saved my life. It's called the Wonder Weeks. It basically calls out developmental milestones that you should expect. And it even has a calendar that says cloudy versus like sunny when your kid is going to be like upset and, you know, work through some milestone brain development and when they're probably going to be sunny. And so I would go to that if I was having a really tough time or couldn't get the baby to sleep, you know, and you're like, oh my gosh, like, is it me? Am I a bad mom? Am I like not doing all the right things? And then I looked at the little calendar and it's like storm clouds for the next week (laughs) or like for the last week it was storm clouds. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I am doing okay here. So I don't know. It was just a very reassuring tool, if nothing else, for a first time or new mom who's just trying to figure it out and get it right.
0: I'd love that. I'll make sure that we add that app to the notes because that sounds like an amazing app that I wish I had. Do they have them for seven-year-olds? Because I feel like- It stops at 20 months. (laughs) Oh, see, I need it for like teenage years. There's so many clouds and sun that can happen. I mean, that is nice because we do, we put so much of the blame on ourselves if our child's screaming and it's like, it could be like you said, development, or it could be so many different things. Crazy how much we put on ourselves, but hopefully by having books like this, where we're talking about it and having these discussions that women will start to realize like, okay, we don't have to, you know, take on the whole burden of what's going on with our child. All we need to do is see if we can help, we can soothe, we can be there for them versus making the assumption that it's us who's making them this way.
1: Right. And I love just the active conversation, right? Like the more books like this that are out there and more parenting, working mom kind of advice and other people's experiences, you know, you're not as confined to just your network and the moms that you've seen in action or your colleagues that you've seen kind of manage both. It just kind of like exponentially increases what everybody could get exposed to and start to, I don't know, make moms in business more comfortable, right? Being
0: themselves and giving what they can give in both realms. Absolutely. Well, I'm so excited about this book. I love it. I've already read all of it. And I just could relate to everyone so well in the book. <laughs> and congratulations on becoming an Amazon bestseller. So that was a huge accomplishment that the book was able to do on Friday. So what's next? Like, are you getting another puppy? Or what do you want to do next now that you're a best-selling author? I think the pendulum is going to swing back to work for a little bit.
1: So had some nice time off at home, did the book, did some family things. And so, yeah, we're heading into the second half of the year here. So I think picking back up
0: the torch at work is in my near future. I can totally understand that. Well, Katie, it's been great talking to you and learning more about you and your family and what you do. If someone wants to connect with you, what's the best way for them to connect? LinkedIn. So
1: I'm Katie Turcott on LinkedIn, Panover Research. And yes, would love to connect there. That's the best place for me. And yes, please don't hesitate to reach out. Always happy to talk about experiences or being a mom in business.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the Book Business podcast. Thank you so much, Jody. Thanks for listening to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share this episode with a friend. In the meantime, join our business author community where you can connect with other business authors and learn about becoming an author at authors.influencenetworkmedia.com. Until next time.